Welcome to Freedom Slay Podcast, where fempreneurs, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs come to fast track their success. If you're a millennial girl boss, listen, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the goods, because every week you're going to get the tools that you need to slay your business goals to create a life of time and financial freedom. I'm Ganette Jones, your host and Freedom Slayer in charge here. Let's begin. Hey, hey guys. In today's episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with one of the most humble souls I've ever met. Seriously, guys. While many associate him with being the two-decade-long stylist for Beyonce, whose camo pen she wore in the Crazy in Love video, you know, the one during the little Ellie scene there, and the Pleasant Face, who's also with her on the roller coaster in her EXO music video, and also her right-hand man at the Met Galas, I've come to realize that today's guest has so much more to offer this world outside of fashion. And I had a few aha moments myself in this episode with the gems that he dropped about life, about business, and we chat about how he turned his passion for fashion into profit, his upcoming projects, how he feels being in the room full of celebrities and being one himself, and how he deals with depression, and of course we touched on King B herself, right? I'm super honored to introduce you to the fashion extraordinaire, both a stylist and designer, a motivational speaker, soon to be author and loving father and son, Mr. Ty Hunter. And even with that awesome bio, that's just scratching the surface with how he's changing the world. He's just an all around amazing human being. So with that out of the way, I'm going to hop into the interview so you can hear Ty say all the gems himself and I want you guys to really pay attention and there is a point at the beginning where you're going to hear some things in the background but we sort the tech issues out and you're able to hear everything clearly so tune in take some notes and really pay attention to what it is he has to say because he's dropping serious gems about life and business if you listen. So I am so honored to speak with you today Ty. Oh my goodness you just have such an amazing bio and story. And one thing I've noticed, it takes usually a couple pivots in one's career before they find what really makes their heart sing. And, you know, those pivots are usually emotionally triggered from what I gathered. So when you worked making those artificial heart valves, I read about that. What do you think triggered you so much when you found out that your friend was actually using one? Uh, it, you know, I knew that I was doing this. Of course, every heart valve I worked on was for a human. But, you know, like with anything, when things hit home, it just really takes you to another place. So this place that I was making really good money and I love my job, I really did. But it became a place that I hated because I, when I found out my friend actually had a heart valve, my quota went down and I just, I, I just became a place that was, I just dreaded to go to. So mm-hmm. one day um, the president of the United States at the time, and I have to do some more research, but it was so far back then. I was, it was when I was like 23 years old. Mm-hmm. I wanted, let me not even think it. It was, um, so I knew that the president came out with, you. there was a family leave. You could leave your job for three months. It wasn't guaranteed, but you, it's called family leave. So at the time my, my numbers were going down and I was going through this whole depression and I was a young parent and just trying to figure out my whole life and everything because it just, I hated my job. Um, I went to my boss and I was like, um, I have a lot of things going on with my family. Uh, can I take this family leave? And he was like, Ty, you know, we love you here. So, you know, take your time, get everything situated and come back. Well, during that time, I lived in Austin, Texas, and I literally started packing my car and I asked my cousin that lived there already. I was like, can I come stay with you for like a month? Uh, I'm just trying to figure out some stuff. And he was like, you know, sure. And I say, well, a month could lead to three, but if I like it, I'm going to try to look for a job. Mm -hmm. So 
leaving from Austin, Texas, moving to Houston, Texas, where it was a little bit more, you know, popping. <laughs> it was a little <laughs> bit more going on. I, it was just like, it was just a different, it was more faster pace for me. And it was good to see a lot of beautiful Black people doing things. Because I feel like living in Austin at the time, it's more segregated. It wasn't, mm-hmm. I feel like Houston is more of a mixing pot where I'm having like, Asian friends and you know meeting people from all over Africa so it just became this place where I was so intrigued with the people and that Um, makes a difference especially like you said you were feeling down seeing people that remind you of yourself but also finding people from all different ethnicities and bringing that freshness into your life and it was such a fresh thing and people and people weren't afraid to to play with fashion in Houston I just felt like everything (laughs) was so straight and you know, I I always stood out in in uh, Austin, Texas. I'm sorry. You're so gonna stand out Houston, anywhere you go, uh, Ty. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but um, so they let me leave. I packed my car up and I drove from Austin to Houston, Texas, and moved with my cousin. And that's when everything started happening for me. Okay, I wanted to interject really quickly here because I need you to understand that sometimes in order to make big changes in your life, it's going to require you to get away from what you're used to. And for Ty, that meant moving cities. And for you, that may be moving locations or even ending or starting new relationships. But let's get back to this interview. I just had to say that. Yeah, and I know when you left and went there, and I know I'm going to mess up the name of this place, but you began working at, was it Booyaka? Booyaka, Booyaka. Booyaka. Oh, like, okay, Booyaka, Booyaka, like, okay. Okay, yeah, 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 but it's Got called you. Booyaka. And, Duh, uh, Booyaka. and I'm from an island. I should know better, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was how it was written. I'm like, how do you pronounce this? <laughs> okay. Booyaka, but Booyaka, it was a cool store. Like, I walked by, and they had, like, trees in there, and they had a waterfall, and they were playing reggae all day. Of course, named Booyaka. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I had locks, so the guy, and believe it or not, it was run by Vietnamese, a Vietnamese family that they became my family, but it was a uh, three Vietnamese brothers who ran, ran it, but we, they carry like Billabong, Ocean Pacific, and uh, a lot of reggae stuff. So it was, they carried a lot mm-hmm. of, the, um, you know, the people that were into, you know, um, going into the water, those, those kind of brands. Uh-huh. And um, it was a really cool place, but then they started carrying like this kind of like really inexpensive, really cute outfits for girls. Mm-hmm. And um, so Miss Tina would come in every now and then, and the girls at the time, Destiny's Child. When I say the girls, <laughs> Destiny's Child, um, they were neighborhood superstars, and it was they just dropped the remix of No No No, so they were like blowing up. This is the remix. So they would come. Miss Tina would come in with Salon. She was a child, really young, and um, so she became like my other mother simply because I had left my mom in Austin, Texas, which was four hours away you know driving and miss tina was like this mother figure and if anybody have met the lovely miss tina you know i was just gonna say it's everybody's mother <laughs> no i haven't <laughs> met her but i have um, seen that and from looking at like i just see that she is like just that motherly nurturing yeah, person yeah. for so many people and she that's awesome when, you, when i first met her it's like i knew her already and we just built a relationship and uh, after maybe a year working in the mall i worked at Buyaka and i became really popular i just doing visuals at the different booyakas around Houston, Texas. I would just do the window dressing and, you know, do all the displays and then I'll go to a different one. So, um, but I got uh, recruited to work at the guest store. 
And so mm-hmm. when I started working at the guest store, Destiny's Child uh, became, you know, the three girls. And Miss Tina would come in every now and then to get the denim. You know, back in the day, people wear the denim jacket with the pants to match in different colors. Yep. It was mm-hmm. like the cool thing. <laughs> and so she would come in and so work, and I would help her there too. And then I got recruited to work at BB. You know, back in the mm-hmm. so I remember BB. Yeah, so but oh, BB I remember. back then was like, you worked at BB, you was the one. Like, I would be in the club, be like, Ty Hunt is in here from BB. Like, BB. No way. Like, no you place. were like a mini, so, you were a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, it was the craziest thing because any girl that went to BB, they, they, you knew you was, it, it was the expensive, inexpensive place, I can yes. say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the rhinestone shirts at the time with the BB, they were like, I had one. I know exactly what you're talking about. So you need to pull it back out. But (laughs) those, those shirts and like, so a lot of times it just became a really, really cool place. And, um, one day MTV was following Destiny's Child, A Day in the Life of Destiny's Child, and they came in there. And um, I had met each girl individually through time. I just didn't tell the other girl that I knew the other girl because I was I just wasn't a starstruck person. Mm-hmm. And so when they when Destiny's Child came in, um, they were like Ty, and so Miss Tina was like, I didn't. She was looking like I didn't know you knew Kelly. I didn't know you knew you know Michelle or whatever. And um, she she told me after they were filmed, I helped each girl in the dressing room and stuff, and then. Um, independent women had just dropped. So Miss Tina looked at me and she's like, I'm going to get you out of here one day. And I didn't believe her, but after maybe three weeks since when she told me that I had a day off, I called her and the rest is history. I ended up doing the Survivor video and working on Absolutely. the Grammy. See, that's so amazing. And so much more. You've worked on a whole lot for him, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, did you ever imagine, like, when you packed up your bag, when you left that heart valve place to go to Houston, Texas and work there, that you'd be working with celebrities and, you know, that you would get this passion for fashion because you no, began really, really loving don't. it, right? I just, you know, I, I didn't think that, you know, I always knew that I, I wanted more and I wanted, to, you know, something different from the norm. Um, And I've always just stepped out on faith. And I just feel like once you have a vision or a dream, you just got to just go for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, I don't believe in being those, one of those people who like, I wish I could have, should have. I try mm-hmm. to keep those out of my vocabulary. I just go for it and, and you know, my soul brother no out. seriously my <laughs> the first <laughs> podcast don't. i said that i'm like look and i want something i move i don't have time for the fear paralysis and all of yeah. that i'm doing it man yeah i just it's go not about regret I'd, I'd rather say you know what it didn't work out let me figure figure this out or you know even when i'm in the room with people if i want to meet someone i just go for it i, I don't i've never looked at anyone as being better than me i've always like we're human um, you might have something a little better at some be some better at something than I am, but I guarantee you I'm better at something than you are. You know what I mean? So oh, I for sure. Think we all equal and people and I love that. tend to get in a room and feel like they don't belong. I belong in any room that God put me in. We'll be back after a quick break. Money is all around us and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host Matt Heslin brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together they unpack the secrets to not just surviving but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. 
man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, <laughs> you know? Okay, so I have to interject once more. Two things Ty said since the last time I stopped this interview to talk to you really quickly. The first one he said just now was that he stepped out on faith, right? A lot of times you aren't going to see exactly where you're going, but you know you're made for more. He said he knew there were bigger things out there for him. And he stepped out on faith and knew that because he had that in his heart, that it was out there for him. And the second thing he just said, which I absolutely loved, was that any room that he walks in, he doesn't feel uncomfortable because he's meant to be there. No one is better off than him. He is exactly where he's meant to be. And because he's in that room means that he's on their level. And I need you to get this as well, because there are many people suffering with comparisonitis, as well as being really self-conscious about people around them feeling like they're out of place. If you've been called to do something, or if you're doing something that's really changing things for yourself and for the world around you, know that you belong exactly where you are. If it was meant for someone else to do it, they would be doing it, but you're there. So you belong there and with that like be honest about this do you get tired of people coming to you and they're like how is it working with beyonce you know you know this um you know i i'm being just being honest with you and then you whenever somebody has the courage to come up to me and say something i'm gonna just talk to them i've never felt like uh get away i don't want to deal with people like you know i i even though i didn't choose to be a influencer you know it's just me being myself um but i just feel like you, when god give you this title or this this blessing you have to wear it and you people mm-hmm. come to you with questions and stuff you can't be too hollywood and because that you're gonna get to a point where he'll take it from you and you'll wish somebody came up to you and asked you those questions you are such an amazing person no and i think that being so humble right so that being that's a piece of you and that's what i think has helped you with your success so much as well because even when we we first hopped on the call like it's just so chill right and i Uh absolutely love that and it's that humbleness that i think is going to move you through so that's great then you don't get tired of being asked that question because i'm sure you see people come to you all the time i'm sure with it and you've just created so many amazing looks some of my favorites right on the red carpet for her Mm -hmm. and for others um so what are your passions even outside of fashion do you have any other things that you really love or is this the thing you're just like i'm all in with the passion you know in fact i just i just love you know, motivating people, making people happy. Uh, I, I love doing motivational speaking. I love, you know, finding someone and making them feel good about themselves. So I, I just, my passion is just living. You know, mm-hmm. I don't put a title on on what I'm doing because, you know, since my parents have cancer, you know, my dad just died three and a half yeah. years ago from cancer. And my mom has cancer right now. And so just dealing with that and just living in it, makes you look at life and deal with things so much differently. Okay, guys, here we go again, where I have to pause this interview to talk to you about something. So Ty generously shared that information about his parents being sick on there. And we had the conversation prior to the interview about the intensity of it all and that time for him. And of course, anyone going through such difficult situations has my absolute sympathy. And he's such a soldier with it. And I remember him saying at the time, you know, you don't realize how strong you are till being strong is your only option, right? And I really resonated with what it is that he had to say because I went through something similar. 
my dad has been sick twice, diagnosed with cancer, and my mom has had esophageal cancer as well. And it's in those moments, it's strange enough during those really difficult times that you begin pivoting a bit and realizing there's more to life. I started writing my book when my mom got sick first. And it's one, because you realize life is short on this planet, in this body, with this whatever, right? Even if you believe in reincarnation, you're not going to come back in the same body with the same mind. So things will change. And when you have that, when you realize you have this infinite time to be here, you begin working through it. And for you, it may not be like sick parents like us, but maybe you're going through another really difficult time and understand that through these difficult times, as hard as it may be while you're going through the motions, and please give yourself time to heal through it. Do know in the back of your mind that there is something else on the other end and there's a reason that you've been put in this situation. And Ty and I both know that our situations, not just this, but all the other things we've been through have helped shape who we are today. And it's really unfortunate that we have to go through these things. And he just has my complete support through this difficult time. So I'm going to go back to the interview. I'm sure I'm going to stop it again soon. And like, I literally haven't been working since September because my mom, when she was diagnosed, I didn't do any other jobs. So, you know, every now and then I'll get a gig, you know, that, that helps, you know, God just works it out. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? He just makes sure he placed me somewhere when I'm down to think I'm down to nothing. He come and bless me real quick. And then I'm able to do what I'm doing and be there for my parents. I love that. And I mean, we spoke about it before we hopped on this um, recording as well, but I just, you're just so strong. And like you said, you said you didn't know you had that strength until that's your only option, you know, to continue carrying on. And your optimism, I think is really helpful for that as well. So you're just doing so much. And to date, um, what would you say has been your most exciting thing to work on then you know um i would definitely have to say my most exciting things to work on has been working on myself and seeing the growth and change in myself and learning more about myself and learning to be alone and and just listening to my inner self and and just believing in myself and my i say my biggest project that i'm more excited about than anything i've ever done is just simply learning who i am and live running to live in my truth yeah would you say that's something for everybody that they should be doing so like any millennial or anybody really just that's just out there trying to pursue a life that before they even try to chase those goals that they should be working on who they are as an individual first yeah you gotta you gotta before Mm -hmm. the title like i I always tell people we're not born with clothes on so those materialistic things we don't we're not born with those things on you have to learn how to live in your truth and live in your skin and be happy in that and when you finally get to that point where you're happy in your skin and living in your truth you can deal with life you, you that's the first thing you got to learn how to your inner self that is a word <laughs> that is a whole word and you mentioned as well you know your past struggles i've read you know your past struggles with depression how did you or do you manage like what you know what things do you wish people knew about depression hey, you know and, and you can have everything you want and that's the thing people got to get to the point where like i said just learning to live and love yourself mm-hmm. and dealing with depression because you you be thinking that once i get this um, this is going to be the one thing to help me feel better and then when you get in and you know get those things and you're realizing that's not what it is because you have to learn to truly love and love yourself and it's okay to have a downtime in the depression you can have that moment you know where you order a pizza and got the ice cream in the bed and crying you're supposed to we're human but mm-hmm. at the same time i would take a, 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 a something and write on my mirror uh snap out of it 
That's your affirmation and to yourself? So when you get up that that morning, you had that that depressed day or whatever, when you get in there to wash your face and brush your teeth, you know that you you given that time. You need to snap out of it, get dressed, get make yourself feel good and get out and deal with it. It's just life. It's how life is. Mm-hmm. So rolling with the punches, understanding that we are all human and that these things happen, right? Yeah, it's okay to have a bad day, but make sure you put a, an expiration on, on that bad day. I think we were separated at birth. I have an entire chapter in my new book that's similar to that, where it's like, you know, it's okay to feel all your feelings. That's what you're supposed to do, you know? Yeah. But it gets to a place where you can't let that be the thing that you continue continue to allow to bring you down. And obviously something like deep depression is a different topic all in of itself because yeah, I do yeah. think that people who have deep depression, you know, there you need some medical not medical attention sorry but you need some assistance with that you know you need to speak it yeah someone and and i even like i you know and i'm just speaking for myself what i do Mm -hmm. um but at the same time you know it has helped a lot of my friends because even like when i get okay great a friend that's a photographer Mm -hmm. i'll hit him up you know and and that's the thing just find someone who you know you can depend on and you can trust and don't don't void don't don't think you can't call that one person that you know you can call on that's a lot of times we try to just say i'm gonna deal with this and deal with it but when it gets too strong you need to contact someone <laughs> no and seriously that i'm telling you you're speaking i'm sure you're speaking to so many people right now right yeah friend that's a photographer mm-hmm. i call him and i'll take a rolling rack and put some outfits together from my closet put them in my living room and i'll go do photo shoots i'll just you know because i'm not gonna go drink or do drugs or something like that but i'll go mm-hmm. do photo shoots Mm-hmm. and um with him and that's just one of my vice that i do just just to try to deal with certain things and and just making sure that i get to that place of you know just find those things and those think of those moments that that bring happiness to you and yeah, bring that, that spark that joy and because fashion yeah. you know clothing that does make you happy it's why that probably works for you so well and yeah. it may for some people, it may be curling up with a book. It's just, again, getting back to knowing who you are, right? And what yeah, yeah. all with you. Exactly. So what advice would you give to others who are looking to potentially, let's say, profit off of things that they're passionate about, whether it's fashion or maybe it's writing or acting or whatever? I think you just got to get to a place where you truly believe in yourself and mm-hmm. quit second-guessing your dreams and stuff and quit comparing. I believe in taking social media breaks because I feel like that is the, it's a gift Toxic. Yeah, it yeah, could be toxic. It can, especially when you're going through a depression, you can't just not go on there, take it off your phone, remember your code so you can put it back on. Because <laughs> like, we're, we're just conditioned now to keep going at the, when, then you, when you think you're bored, you're clicking on there. So I just think taking breaks and um, unfollow those people that are making you feel that way. Uh, start following positive people like myself, uh, people that motivate you and, get, and make you feel good about yourself. Get the, you know, that jealousy bug you that that sinful bug you need oh my goodness i'm telling you you are speaking my whole language i always (laughs) tell people just unfollow there's no reason you should be unhappy scrolling through your feed right anything right right triggers any type of negative emotion whether that's jealousy whether that's irritation whatever it is you have yeah, the option, I believe in that. You have the option to block physical, you have mental fast seriously you have to yeah. 
I need yeah. to send you a copy of my book when it comes out. You, Seriously, you must. Why. You better. <laughs> like you're saying stuff, and I'm like, I wrote about that, man. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, and there are so many people also, right? So they may be listening to you, or you know, when they're reading your article on Black Enterprise, and they're like, man, well, he's so lucky. How did he get to, you know, meet Mama Tina? Like, is that just luck? Like, what about those people who are looking to? and I'm using air quotes that you can't see, like rub shoulders with society's elite, right? And I know you said, like, you don't think anybody's different from anyone. And I love that. A lot of people yeah. in Bermuda like that. We don't hold people on a pedestal. You're human, yeah. right? We're um, human, yes. I so do, I, I, I do it, like it, Beyonce. So people, yeah, of course. I love, I love her. <laughs> I love her. But you know what I mean? So, but things yeah. like that, like what specific advice do you have for them that want to get with that crowd? I just think you got to be good to people. Mm-hmm. And you got to just truly be good to people and put all that good energy out. And, and I believe in the higher power will lead you in the right direction. Because you can still be in the room with those people and they won't pay you no attention. Speak. You get what you Say put that one more time. You could be in that room. In the same room mean. with those people and won't get no attention. And they might call security to come get you out of there. <laughs> I just it. really <laughs> believe in putting out good. Be good to people treat mm-hmm. everybody the same and when, that's when you that, like i'm saying you got to look even i don't care you can be the richest person you got to look at the next man mm-hmm. as this is my brother you can't think you're superior of anybody because you're not there's a high power mm-hmm. so i just think once you learn to put good out and be treat everybody the maid the housekeeper the front desk everybody the same and treat everybody and let people know that i see you you're not invisible then good things will happen to you yes and that's man. how i was blessed and that's how I have longevity in this game for being simply for being yes. a good person. Yeah, Southern hospitality. I hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I love that. And I do know that you're working on a book. So yeah. when can we expect to see this? Is it something you're actually like you finished or you're currently writing? We, we currently, you know, I had, we had to go back to the drawing board simply because when we finished the product, they were like, this is like three books in one. So. <laughs> and is this your agent you were talking with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to go back and we're not, we're basically breaking down the first book into three, hope, you know, that's yeah. the process. That's what everything is going on right now. And, and I'm can- doing more motivational speaking and just working on a lot of secret projects that I don't want to say. That all that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, God is amazing and I'm blessed and I'm just happy to just be here. Simply just to live is enough motivation for me, simply because the world is crazy right now. And even the motivational speaking, right? Where can people reach out to you if they want to get, you know, you for a speaking gig or potentially speak with you to discuss if it's a good fit for you? Okay. Well, you guys definitely can. Uh, first of all, all my social media platform is Ty Try One, T Y T R Y O N E. I'll put it uh, in the A lot show of people too, think it's Ty Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's Ty Try One. And if you want to book me for anything, I can give you my management email. It's Sean, S E A N, at smfglobalconsultants.com. We're getting you some work, Ty. That's what's going to happen right now. That's awesome. And did you have anything else that you want to share um, that like you're working on? Any advice for anyone who's trying to you know, pursue something they're passionate about? Any last words? I just want everybody to, and I know you hear this all the time, but just look out for the next person. Just always look out for the next person that's behind you, that you think that's behind you, and uh, any mentor, anyone that you can. And don't be afraid to help someone and give them advice 
and pick up pick up the person that's behind you because you just never know that person that you think that's behind you will be in front of you it always happens so just always mm-hmm. look out for one another and be nice and treat people the way you want to be treated and we hear this stuff we've known this this is nothing new but that's it's, how you stay mm-hmm. in the world <laughs> that's that's how you stay above the water you yeah if you don't and this, so the podcast is called Freedom Slave Podcast. So I like to ask this question if ever I have a guest. What does freedom mean to you? Freedom means to me living. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just to have another day to accomplish a goal or uh, a dream and just have to simply have life. We're living in a crazy time where just a lot of stuff is going on and, you know, I'm praying for the day where we are truly free of all this racism and this negative mm-hmm. stuff that's going on in the world, you know. But I feel like if you hear another day, you have another day to have a voice mm-hmm. and just use it to no, inspire. And, you know, just me, you know, that's why I'm so serious about my social media, because I was just posting stuff for myself years ago. And I was on the tour and, and going to different people like you helped me through suicide. You helped me get through this divorce. And, you know, then I knew that I had a, you know, a bigger calling. And I just feel like when you're able to touch people and help people in any capacity in a positive way, mm-hmm. please keep going with that. That's amazing that you were able to assist those people. And which tour was that? Tour with Beyonce. Well, you know, we're traveling the world with any of the tours that we did. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And amazing. Yeah, yeah, Look yeah. at that. You're traveling and you're helping people's lives in different parts of the world. You know, how awesome yeah. is that? You are truly blessed. Thank you so much, Ty. I'm definitely going to, in the show notes, I'm going to put your email, well, not your email address, sorry, I won't do that. I'll put your your handle for your social media, so the link for your social media. I'll put the email address for Sean that you had mentioned for anyone mm-hmm. that wants to reach out specifically for, now don't be sending Sean emails to ask Ty some random questions, right? This is for, <laughs> this is for gigs, right? But um, I, I can say as far as my DMs, I do make it a point to try at least check them every other day it's and he has so like close like, to four hundred thousand people so he's a star <laughs> it piles up sometimes but i do make it a point to check so you're the best and thank I'm, you and i'm so proud of you sister this is major congratulations thank you and thank you you are major you are just the best thanks so much ty thank you so there you have it that's my episode with ty hunter who is an amazing human being, as you were able to hear. He's just so humble, gives such great advice, and just an all-around awesome person, and who's doing so much, has already done so much, and has so much more in store. And there was just so many takeaways, so many quotables. It's my hope that from this, you got a lot of lessons, not just for business and turning your passion into profit, but also on a much deeper scale for life. He even said something so simple that I loved, which was, we aren't born with clothes on, right? We have to be able to know who we are beneath all of the things, beneath who we are or who we label ourselves to be. Who are we at the core of it? What is it that triggers our emotions? What is it 
that helps us to feel better. And it's when you have a better understanding of who you are as an individual, are you able to really prosper and do some amazing things. So if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you go ahead and take a screenshot and make sure to tag me over at Gaynete, G-A-Y-N-E-T-E over on Instagram. And you can also tag Ty over at Ty Try One, T-Y-T-R-Y-O-N-E. And I'll put his link to his Instagram as well as mine and all the other things I promised in the show notes. Speak soon. Okay, okay, I see you, Freedom Slayer. You stayed through to the end, which tells me that you likely enjoyed this episode. Listen, if you haven't already, do your sister a favor by heading on over to the iTunes store to leave a review for the podcast. It'll help others like you find a benefit from it. And look, it also helps with the rankings. Hashtag transparent AF. I appreciate you. 